0: Rob, we're supposed to be giving people banter. <laughs> Doesn't sound like banter.
1: How would you define banter?
0: I mean, everybody's got topics.
1: Well, uh, th- no, I mean, it's got a beginning and an end. That, okay, that's a bit.
0: <laughs> so,
1: so what is banter?
0: That's where you've got, like, a topic that uh-huh. is specifically engaging to both of us that we'd both have something funny to say. It's like a mini version of our
1: podcast. How are we supposed to independently come up with banter that we know the other
0: person how will many, be engaged with? How many years, Rob? <laughs> what the fuck? You, you don't know me at all. Was that our banter? <laughs> I guess that was our banner. That, that's what passes for banter <laughs> with you these days, Rob. Rethinking our whole relationship.
1: I don't even know what I did wrong.
0: You know what you did wrong. It's time. Time for a thrilling story of romance. Adventure. Mystery. Anything with an expired copyright. It's time for another INTERRUPTED TALE! Hello, and welcome back to the show that usually ends. It's another episode of Interrupted Tales, the podcast where my friend and I take turns reading stories to you, the listener, while the other person constantly interrupts. As always, I am enjo- uh, uh, I'm enjoined. I... <laughs> oh, no. Oh, geez. It's, it does seem that way sometimes after this many years.
1: At least our show slash podcast doesn't involve reading. Yeah, so we'll be fine.
0: Yeah, who needs vocab? Let me just stick around and talk about geek stuff for an hour. Uh, how are you today, Rob?
1: I am well, Alan. I am ready to create engaging content.
0: Don't take it out on the listener, okay? We may <laughs> we may have fought. It's not their fault. You're right.
1: You're right. The listener. We 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 still love you, and we will always love you.
0: And speaking of fighting, today we have a tale <laughs> from the pages of Fight Stories magazine. Fight Stories. From the fall unknowable date issue <laughs> of Fight Stories Magazine. Do it's, is there No, it's
1: fall nineteen forty nine, isn't it?
0: Fall, August to October nineteen you're correct. You're I like correct. how and specific
1: just, that is in terms of what constitutes fall.
0: You got to go to the interior to find out what uh, what time of year it is. If These fight stories are evergreen. Never going to go out of style, Rob. <laughs> no,
1: I mean, with titles like The Lady Likes Blood, how could they?
0: Okay, now let me just say, sometimes I wonder how come we don't have a bigger audience. When we're reading exciting pulp tales like The Lady Likes Blood. Yeah. And then you pick a story called Like a Stick. <laughs> that's that's in the episode title, Rob.
1: Yeah, that's, that's the title. That's the what
0: people see. They see Interrupted yeah. Tales episode yeah. 78, Like a Stick.
1: Yeah. And then they ask themselves, ooh, what's like a stick? Is it a big stick? Is it a small stick? What color is the stick? Is it actually made of wood? Alan, this is a water cooler <laughs> kind of podcast. So it gets questions. the people talking.
0: We know Monday morning everybody will be talking about Like a Stick by Jack L. Kurtzer. Mm-hmm. And now curl up in your squared circle. Uh, I think that's put your turn buckles up. There you go. Swish some water to rinse the blood out of your mouth while we read you this week's tale. <laughs> we were sitting around the television set. It was Friday evening, and Friday is Fright night. <laughs> <laughs> St- <laughs> starring Herman's head.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Here's another
0: and- tale from- <laughs> Sorry. I'm gonna take this one from the top, folks. <laughs> we were sitting around the television set. It was Friday evening, and Friday is fight night. And there we were around the set, watching a couple of tankers and a prelim from St. Nick's.
1: Ladies and Gentlemen, oh, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. In this corner, he may want to be a dentist someday, but right now he's a one elf killing machine. It's Uh-oh. Hermie. And in this corner, fresh off his day in prison for killing an animated penguin, it's Blitzen. Let's get ready to not say anything that will get us sued. Yeah, where's okay. my bell? Where's my bell?
0: I don't know if we have them on the How do we let even let have see. a sound Oh, yeah, board. hold on. Here you go.
1: Ooh. Thank you. The fight begins with, <laughs> with that fantastic clamoring of bell.
0: The man in the shorts and the boxing gloves will be there to take your bag in just a moment, <laughs> sir.
1: I'm standing right here, sir. You, you don't need to ring the bell.
0: The fight was slow. And what little action there was wasn't enough to keep us interested. God, what stiffs! It was Sam who spoke, and we grunted our agreement.
1: But family matters on. I hear this one's got Stefan in it.
0: Obviously, the best ones. <laughs> You'd think they was in one of those dance-a-thons, you know, like where you win all you got to do is you should stay on your feet and keep moving.
1: They shoot boxers,
0: don't they? <laughs> I don't <laughs> Jesus. Christ! The title of that is insane, right?
1: Movie. Again, they were going for that water cooler kind of conversation topic.
0: Why would they shoot horses that are on roller skates? I don't understand. <laughs> They're not on roller
1: skates.
0: In my head they are. Ron. Oh, okay. It's like an endless roller derby and um, oh my god, and it's a blood sport. <laughs> And James Cotton is in James it.
1: God. What was his name? And Same. also,
0: they play ELO music for about <laughs> half the soundtrack. They look punchy, but they can't be punchy. Here he looked around, having his little joke. Nah, they can't be punchy unless the ref has been hitting them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's Sam. You know, yeah. he's always ready with a smoke and a joke. Uh-huh. I, I mean, the smokes are usually Parliament lights, and the, the jokes are terrible, but he brings the seven layer dip each time he comes over so
0: really going after the parliament light segment huh? aren't you Rob
1: <laughs> listen Jeez. I'm putting them on task parliament lights people
0: and look at the size of these stiffs too I know a kid half their size that could have beat them both in the same ring uh, remember the kid Bernie Bernie said yeah sweet kid
1: yeah, sweet kid. I think his name was Twinkie. Uh, it turned out he was just a cream puff. I, I don't mean he wasn't tough. I mean he just literally bled out cream in the ring. It was a sad night for the whole Twinkie family. Are you are you not familiar with Twinkie the kid? Oh, is he the guy with the lasso? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he had a lasso in the cupboard. He was a I don't kid. know how that helped
0: him in the ring.
1: He was I don't know, but he was a sweet kid.
0: Oh uh, yeah. Remember his name? Bernie thought a moment. O'Brien? Nah, but close, said Sam, enjoying himself in the role of Quizmaster.
1: Sam would later change his name to Wink and go on to host Tic-Tac-Doe and beat the annoying guy in the bar watching a fight. There's
0: never been a fucking better name in the history of game show hosts (laughs) than Wink
1: Martindale. No, Oh no, I mean, there have been better hosts, but
0: name-wise... Well, sure, yeah. I mean, the dragon could have hosted that show for all you needed. Wayne Quardendale, <laughs> right? So true. He was from Boston and he was Irish," said Bernie. "Hmm.
1: Well, your your story checks out so far, sir. But uh, you better tread carefully on this anecdote, counselor.
0: Yeah, he was. He sure was, Bernie. He again paused, prolonging his triumph. Kelly. That was it, Bernie Kelly. What a kid, a sweetheart. He lit a cigarette. Kelly, yeah, that's
1: it. Went by the boxing name Kelly Ripper. Good kid, but really didn't get along with Michael Strahan. Yeah.
0: I feel like that was more, again, a roller derby <laughs> name than a boxing name.
1: You know, but they all exist within the same family of sporting events, right?
0: There's Kelly Ripper. There uh-huh. was um, uh- o- Hoda cocked me.
1: Uh, no. Uh, Barbara Swat hers. Well, she hasn't been on for a
0: while. Rob, come on now.
1: <laughs> well, I can't, you got people naming themselves, you know, Eleanor shows or something like that's allowed. Uh-huh.
0: Okay. All right. Ellen, not generous. <laughs> She's the tough one.
1: We're slowly going to garbage pill category.
0: <laughs> Memory hung in his voice. Like the smoke in the room skinny kid nothing to him just like this he's built he held up with his forefinger
1: yep no arms and a few stray hairs on his back good kid
0: easily identified <laughs> by the unique pattern right there on his face <laughs> a stick that kid you never saw a stick like him he climbs into the ropes this finger of a kid and he looks as though he's gonna be sick right in the ring there he's like a sheep like a ghost he looks eh, bernie yeah bernie said
1: yeah a ghost so then he gets in the middle of the ring and he pulls out a pottery wheel mm-hmm. and then he gets the other fighter to sit on a small mm-hmm. stool while he puts his arms around him as he sensuously work the clay okay. and then he punches the crap out of him i don't know why but it works every time
0: I'm gonna sing on the song was it a brother song yes but it's a It's on Jane Mellon. But that's not, you've lost that love and No, that is not. That would be Top Gun, right? That that is Top Gun, yes. (laughs) All right. (laughs) And then he flies upside down. (laughs) down.
1: And they were only one meter apart.
0: Remember that, Bernie? (laughs) Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Well, the kid walks around, Tom-like. That didn't jibe with his looks. You think to look at him, he was scared plenty. But he ain't. He just walks around calm like, dumb, I figure. Too dumb to be scared.
1: Ah, the sequel to Dumb Be Scared. You're just going to let me get away with that?
0: I guess I'm going (laughs) to let you get away with that. I don't feel like the improbable movie title, police are entitled to, you know, a night off. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to call them every time the neighbor says some kind of outlandish title too loud, you know, okay? (laughs) So I don't want to get a bad rep with them. I guess I got lucky. (laughs) He's fighting some Italian, this Kelly kid. And the kid looks at the Italian, who's taking his robe off, and he is deadpan. The Italian is built like he's been eating rocks. He's bulging with muscles. And I figure, too bad for the kid. He's even too dumb to be afraid, the kid.
1: I must break you, sir. <laughs> He's like a
0: toothpick.
1: <laughs> He's like a talking
0: toothpick. What? He's holding a cigarette.
1: Yeah. He's holding a cigarette.
0: What is thin and long, Rob?
1: A cigarette? Yeah. Ah. So instead of you, you think he How should have oh, a light cigarette. Oh match. Match. Yeah,
0: okay. All right. Okay. Yep. Right. I'm just saying other things that he could be (laughs) like.
1: What, you don't think stick is uh, the right word to use 15 times in a one-page story?
0: (laughs) It's, oh, it tested so well. We did ABN (laughs) testing on it, and this was by far the most clicked on after the mortgage ad uh, with the dancing (laughs) grandpa that you punch. Uh, Man, what a great way to lower your mortgage.
1: <laughs> Just punch your grandpa.
0: Then he takes off his robe. and he's even skinnier than before. A regular stick, this kid. Too bad. I feel sorry for him.
1: And then he takes off the other robe that was underneath his first robe, and he's even skinnier. And then he <laughs> takes off that robe and he's two five-year-olds with one standing on the other's shoulders. And then he takes off the next robe, and he's a mouse holding brooms for arms and legs. And then he takes off the last robe, and you know what's left? What? The refreshing smell of pine.
0: That's a treat. <laughs> it's like Russian nesting robes. <laughs> it's Drago underneath.
1: Never fight without him.
0: They go to the center of the ring. The ref gives them the instructions. They go back to their corners, and all this time, the kid don't change his expression. Let me explain how a fight works to you, by the way. (laughs) In case you didn't know how a fight progresses, okay?
1: (laughs) First First they shake hands. Then they go to the center of the ring. The ref talks for a while. He decides what he wants to say, but he's got to say certain things exactly. This level of detail
0: is intriguing.
1: Okay. Then they walk. It's about seven steps, but it really depends on the height of the boxer.
0: God, you're selling it so good. You're selling it so good to me, the reader of Fight Stories magazine, who needs to be told what happens at the beginning of a
1: fight. Alan, it's the fall issue. It's been several months since the summer issue. Well, yeah, you forget everything over the summer, Rob.
0: Exactly. Deadpan. That's him.
1: I mean, Bruce Willis could take lessons on not moving his face
0: from this guy.
1: Okay. Bruce Willis. Yes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank you.
0: Okay. The bell rings, and he comes strolling out of his corner, walks to the center of the ring, and what's he do, the kid? He pulls the John L. Sullivan. Oof.
1: Alan, you ever had your John L. Sullivan pulled?
0: Yes, I have, and it is the hernia what shook the world.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You're telling me.
0: Yeah, he stands there with his body stiff, his left straight out, and his right cocked in front of him.
1: You know, uh, Daniel-san considered this move for the end of the tournament, but he ditched it after realizing no one could possibly see what was coming if he stood on one leg ready to kick.
0: Well, the Italian is stumped. He's never been up against this before, but he does the only thing he could do. Uh... Throw his fists at the other guy. I'm not. <laughs> I don't want to oversimplify here, guys. Start waving
1: his arms wildly. Anything really?
0: Use his legs and invent another sport. <laughs> he comes within range and begins to spar. Bing, it's all over.
1: Oh, hey, that's Bing's new slogan. Actually, Bing, it's all over.
0: <laughs> Listen, we know you could get poured in other ways. <laughs> Why are we going on with this masquerade? I don't know. Yeah, the kids left. It couldn't have moved three, four inches, like lightning it went. And the Italian is down. out Stiff.
1: And that's when the sexy music started. What? My longer bits are not landing well tonight, so I've uh cut my losses on a few.
0: Just like the Italian. <laughs> some stuff isn't landing <laughs> the crowd goes nuts but the kid doesn't bad nigh just puts on his robe and climbs through the ropes we still couldn't believe it could we Bernie nope says Bernie
1: Bernie only pawn in game of life
0: yeah he's a real foil to this hamlet-like character. <laughs>
1: It's a rich tapestry. It really unfolds with many different tales of many different kinds.
0: I mean, some have called Bernie a Deuteragonist in this play. <laughs> I think that his near silence is really meant to be more of a leap motif that um uh-huh, uh-huh. nah. <laughs> this jab also is not landing. <laughs>
1: However, the, uh, the art degree from Northwestern is really, really doing its work tonight.
0: Yeah, it's, it's working overtime, yep. Yeah? <laughs> By which, of course, I mean that I am literally working overtime in the fast food industry as a direct result of getting an art degree from Northwestern. <laughs> it all happened so fast, and the kid it was so skinny, so dumb looking, his style so funny. He was a natural that, Kelly. Would have been great. Would have been? What do you mean, would have been, Joe asked? What happened?
1: Oh, same old story. Had some kids and quit to stay home and raise them. He tried to get back into the boxing game a few years later, but you know how hard it is for stay-at-homes to get back in.
0: And nobody wants to go back to boxing school when you're a mature student, you know? No, No, you don't want to be Uh, the old
1: guy in the back of the class.
0: And by back of the class, I mean in the last row of the uncomfortable metal seats. Very close to the ring. That's where they teach the class.
1: <laughs> right next to the ring. The sweating zone.
0: Sam was staring off into space, a dreamy look in his eyes. Yeah, he would have been great, that Kelly, he said. But that damn crowd. They knew how skinny that kid was, but they was nuts overexcited you know and what do they do these nuts but yell and crowd and push to get near the kid
1: all right all right let's not get too judgy on this crowd back then social distancing meant you wiped your mouth with a handkerchief before talking three inches from someone's face
0: that seems polite yeah i mean you get the wipe and talk
1: yeah wipe and talk Uh, Take a bite of burger, keep talking, wipe then. It's, you know, it was the looser time.
0: (laughs) They just closed in on him and beat him on the back and pumped his arm and let him know how great they think he is. But he's still calm, still deadpan. Then suddenly, he ain't deadpan anymore. His face is all screwed up. And he looks even worse than before. Poor kid.
1: Finally, the role Steve Buscemi was born to play.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You know, the, the guy with the, the swirly patterns. <laughs> yeah. You know? You would be perfect for this role.
1: Yeah, that's right. He's, got, he's real, got a real hard back of the head, too, so he can do stunts. For God's sake,
0: what happened already? Yelled Joe impatiently. What happened? Why, with all the hands shaking and pushing, some jerk broke the kid's arm. I told you he was skinny, like a stick he was. Just like this he's built. He held up his forefinger. And when we looked closely,
1: we could all see the faint outline of the tattoo of a barrel-chested man flipping us the bird.
0: And Petunia on his (laughs) belly. The end. (laughs) Well, Rob, that was accurate to the m- magazine in which it was contained.
1: I thought it was a rather sticky story. Oh.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. Rob, you think there's a moral associated with this one?
1: <laughs> I do, Alan. I actually oh, do we? think there is a moral associated with the story. I think mm-hmm. the moral here is don't underestimate the little guy. After all, it's worked this long for Robert Downey Jr., and he's legally a dwarf. Is he? He wears lifts.
0: Well, of course he does, Rob. The arc reactor lets (laughs) him shoot rocket fuel from his suit. True. I don't think you understand the MCU, Ron.
1: (laughs) It's true. It's true. I don't. I don't. Maybe there's something else I could learn from the story that would help me understand these things a little better.
0: I think the moral is, like a stick, in an hourglass, <laughs> so are the days of our lives. A little stick. A little sticky. Seeing? You're right. You didn't like it either.
1: No, I deserve that.
0: <laughs> right back around. Ouch. I think we've had our fun for this week, and... Um, <laughs> I'm really hoping that we'll have a much improved title for you next week <laughs> like a stick. something that might draw yeah. you in you know, give give you some oh, interest. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: What was the last one? The uh putting it up the kuchka? what was it? The uh who's gal? the uh
0: Conquering the Hussak. Hey, Ron? Ron? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. What's a Hussak, Alan?
0: great questions <laughs> that's what the reader wanted to know
1: oh so it's a real water cooler type podcast
0: well now that you mention it rob i was just thinking of that analogy of how it was sort of like the thing you talk about on monday morning mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i see i see i see how it is yeah,
0: sure, hmm. sure, sure, sure. all right well <laughs> if we don't have much ado about anything else <laughs> what is happening we're doing some more shakespeare references verily good love (laughs) good love now we're also see we're we're doing shakespeare and bruce willis references now rob
1: i I think that was bruno
0: no i'm talking about that episode of moonlighting where they do kiss me hate and they sing good love oh
1: Which one's Kiss Me, Kate? Is that Midsummer Night's... No, it's, uh...
0: Ten Things I Hate About You.
1: (laughs) Yes, that's right. The great Shakespeare play. (laughs) Ten Things I Hate About You. Taming of the Show. Taming of the Show,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Love's Labor's Found.
0: I thought they were lost.
1: They get... There was a sequel that was... Oh,
0: I never watched (laughs) that one.
1: Not not official or... (laughs) It's a bootleg. Like one of those asylum movies.
0: Wrap it up here, Rob. For another interrupted. Wait, wait, wait!
1: Let me tell you another story about another great fight I saw once. Great! It was Billy the Kid versus Mecha Godzilla. Mecha Godzilla, okay you now, <laughs> Hey, that's some yeah. Mega Godzilla just thrown Billy the Kid to the surface of a nearby passing comet when the shrooms I'd eaten story. really kicked in and Billy turned into six thousand doves as bone thugs and harmony started playing and well, I woke up in Mexico. That's the story. Yep. All right, change the channel already. Perfect Strangers almost on.
0: What a great tale.